Sports Talk with Buhle Madulini. Right, time to move on to the um, uh, cricket director of uh, Cricket South Africa, the director of Cricket South Africa, and of course, a pro-tier legend by all rights. Uh, the man I'm talking about is Graeme Smith. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Uh, Graeme, welcome to Sports Talk. No, thank you for having me. Uh, Friday night uh, evening, always, uh, always interesting and, and good to join you guys. Yeah, I, mean, I wish there was uh, some live cricket to look forward to, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, as as the uh, you know, as Cricket South Africa, the director of cricket, um, what are things or how are things looking? We've seen Jock Four come out, and I know you're more involved with the team, but we've seen Jock Four come out and said financially we're okay, uh, no need to worry as yet. Um, but how severely has this entire thing affected uh, our cricket? Yeah, look, I mean, uh, I think Cricket South Africa was staring at a few financial problems anyway. Uh, you know, before myself and Jock got into the job and we attempted to repair some relationships, we, you know, had a number of issues with the player bodies and um, and, and sponsorship elements. Uh, and I think we've worked tirelessly over the last three or four months to try and fix some of those those elements. And then, you know, Corona's arrived. And I, look, everyone has different uh, business models and, Ours is based on on home incoming tours, and I think we were a little bit fortunate uh, in terms of timing when when coronavirus uh, sort of hit its peak and, and all the lockdowns started happening. We were towards the back end of our, our home summer, um, and we really only our well, our main hassle on income is is if it starts to affect um, you know from 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 the end of August uh, when when we're meant to be having uh, extensive amount of cricket coming into South Africa through the summer. And we're really hoping that that um, will blow over sooner rather than later. Uh, and of course, we can't speak with any conviction of what the future brings and what it will hold for us. Um, but as a a, a, part, a point of departure for you, you've mentioned that Quentin de Kock our uh, limited overs captain will remain exactly that. Can you just give us a little bit more behind uh, your reasoning for not uh, also putting the the white captaincy on him? Well, I mean, I, I think obviously, you know, Quinny is such an X-factor player for us. He's been our, our best player for a period of time and now we've given him leadership and plus he keeps wicked. You know, personally, I, I know as well, to, to captain all three formats for an extensive amount of time and perform with the bat and keep which is something I didn't even do. That's another thing for the bow. It's gonna, it's gonna really take its toll on him. So we want to keep him fresh. We want to, you know, make sure that his performances are also going up as well as his leadership credentials. Um, and we feel that uh, with with the F, well, our future tours program, we don't have a huge amount of Test cricket in the next two years. That it offers us an opportunity maybe to to try and blood some more leadership in, in the environment. Uh, we we feel there's a lot of players that are sitting at a similar level performance wise. Mm. You know, um, you know, say uh, senior player-wise, you know, in terms of uh, you know the, the way they operate around the group, that we're hoping in the next season we'll see a few players really just step up and become more consistent and and really you know earn that respect um, through performance and, and the way they operate. Uh, so we feel that it's a nice opportunity for us to try and blood someone in in the in the test lineup. And um, it is obviously something, captaincy, something that you, uh, you know, you've fully experienced in, you youngest, South, youngest uh, ever South African cricket captain. Um, how much will you be helping the, uh, the current limited overs captain, De Kock? Uh, how much can he lean on you? 
Well, hopefully a lot. I mean, he's also, yeah, I think everyone's got to, you know, forge their own path. Um, but I mean, if there is someone around or, or a few people around that have, you know, great IP and knowledge and, and have made mistakes that you can learn from as well, um, why not use it? You know, and I think um, we're trying to create a really open uh, platform of communication and, and, and knowledge sharing and, and so that we can all grow uh, and get better. I think South African cricket has certainly suffered on many fronts and, and performance-wise on the men's side as well over the last 12 to 18 months. We've certainly not been at our best. Uh, and there's been a few changes of leadership uh, and mm. we've now identified a, a really strong group of players and, and now it's about all working together to make sure we get our standards and our, and our performances back to where you know, everyone wants it to be and then we can start making our fans proud again. Let's look at the domestic level. Uh, actually, I've got a question that has come through for you and it, it, does, it does look at that. It says, well, what would you do in order to improve the franchise system to bridge the gap between franchise and uh, the international level of cricket? Well, I think we've got to just strengthen the standard a little bit. I think that's taped it away slightly. I mean, we've got financial constraints now. I think we've, we've, we've tightened a little bit on in terms of the schedule this season. I think we've got to, more than anything, look at our pipeline as well. I mean, I, I really was amazed uh, at the amount of money that Cricket South Africa has been spending on the grassroots and, and, and the transformation and growth of the game. But I don't think it's been as effective as what it could have been in terms of bringing players through. Um, so maybe we can look at those areas. Our under-19s have struggled for a period of time and, and into national academies, high-performance areas is certainly you know, an area of focus for me. Our, our women's game is a, is a huge area of focus. And then obviously trying to create competitions at a, at a professional level that, um, you know, bridge the, as you say, bridge the gap between domestic cricket and international cricket. Because international cricket is a step up. The pressures, the intensity is, is very different. Uh, and, we, and we've just got to close that gap a little bit more. But, but also, you know, while producing hopefully a, a number of players that, that we, can, we can pick from. I mean, South Africa has never been short of talent. Uh, that's one thing for sure. Uh, if we want to look at uh, some of the most talented cricketers we've ever had, we just have to look at the current Protea coaching staff. Uh, and I want to talk about, you know, them. Why specifically did you go for this mix? Uh, of course, Mark Boucher, the legend himself, uh, all the way through to Langers, uh just, you know, uh, players that we've looked up to uh, as a cricketing loving nation. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, I just felt that where South African cricket was, we, we needed some of those, uh, you know, really experienced guys that have, uh, you know, one, understood how to be successful. They, they've learned about uh, their own game and um, their own strengths and weaknesses. I mean, Shaul Langefeld was a great tactician and, and very skillful bowler. And, and he brings that, that element into our young up-and-coming bowling attack. Um, you know, Mark Boucher uh, uh, will bring that really, you know, an experience uh, at international level um, and, and, and a hardness that I think we need at, uh, at Protea level. You know, he's, a, he's a tough character, a hardened character. And, and I think him and Enoch in particular, the assistant coach, have forged a really great working relationship. And I think that's been one of the highlights to see how they've operated over the last three to four months um, before coronavirus hit. Um, and, and yeah, we, we, I think over time we will, we will hopefully strengthen them with a few consultants that can add a lot of value. Um, in the short term, we use our callus uh, on the batting side. I, I was really surprised at how much coaching we, we had to do uh, and skill work we had to do. So we, we, we're trying to identify elements uh, around the core management that, that can add value. We've got the T20 World Cup uh, that is supposed to be happening a little bit later on uh, this year. Uh, 
the biggest concern is will our players have enough time to prepare for it? Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, unfortunately, you know, everyone's guessing. I think many businesses and sports is no different. Um, we were meant to be in Sri Lanka leaving end of May. We've, we've postponed that too. And we were planning on having 14 T20 games in the build up to, you know, the T20 World Cup in October to really understand, you know, who our squad was, uh, trying to identify the best 15 that can go and hopefully win us that World Cup. But, you know, every nation's in the same boat now. You know, we're not the only nation on lockdown. Everyone's, you know, struggling. So we just got to keep adapting. We've got to keep trying to stay ahead of the curve in terms of, you know, the fitness levels of players, how we adapt. Um, to, you know, to keeping our skill levels up. We, we had an extensive winter program that we were going to run that we've had to put on hold. But, uh, you know, it's part of the journey. We've, we've got to stay positive. We've got to try and stay on top of things. And you have a, and you have a strategy that, you know, you've got to keep reviewing. Uh, the CSA Director of Cricket, Graham Smith, on the line. Graham, before I let you go, um, we like to include our listeners on this show. And Maxwell um, has sent a tweet uh, this might help solve a family feud, Graham. So please answer as best as you can. It says, <laughs> uh, who does he think is better in cricket between him and Jacques Callas? Me and Jacques? <laughs> yeah. She said, I'd love to claim it, eh? But uh, I, 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 I don't have many wickets under my belt. So I think, I mean, obviously Jacques was, I think, goes down as one of our greatest cricketers ever. Um you know, I'd like to think we both had huge impacts on, on South African sport, but uh, in terms of pure performance, uh, I think Callis over, you know, 10,000 runs in, in both ODI cricket and Test cricket and to add over 200-odd wickets. <laughs> it's hard to compete with. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but if Jacques was here, I'd definitely say me. Maybe he's listening, so I'm going to say All right, true gentleman and a true leader. Thank you so much, Graham Smith, for your time tonight. Thank you, guys. And I appreciate it and uh, stay strong. It is the uh, director of Cricket South Africa. So humble, so lucid.